Okay, welcome to Beneath the Cowl. This is cosplay and mental health. Uh, we're gonna do a couple videos like this. Um, to start, I know everyone hates this part, but I only know Moxie and Loki Quinn from previous uh, podcasts and then just in real life. So if everyone can go around and introduce themselves, that'd be fantastic, not only for us, but for everyone watching too. Okay. Hello, hi, I'm Shenanigans. Uh, I am a cosplayer and costume maker. Um, I've been doing it for longer than I'd like to admit, like 16, 17 years, I think I'm hitting. Um, and that's it, hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pratty Pool Cosplay. Um, I've been cosplaying for, this is my 10 year actually, my 10 year anniversary is this year, which is pretty exciting. Um, and outside of that, I also work professionally in communications. Ooh. My name's Myers Corpse Creations. I am from Hamilton, Ontario. I've been doing this for over 10 years off and on and regular day-to-day -day job is father to a dog and two cats and working in marketing. Hi, my name is Danielle. I'm Birth of the Fae underscore novel because I'm a cosplayer, but I'm also an author and my cosplaying got me on the cover of my novels. My publisher saw me cosplaying and decided, what the heck, we're just gonna throw you on the cover of your books. And I became one of the first fantasy novelists to actually be on the cover of the books and I used my cosplaying skills to do it. So there you go. Hey, I'm Loki Quinn Cosplay. I've been doing it now for probably about nine years. Uh, currently a nanny. Um, yeah. Hello, I'm Victoria. I have been cosplaying since 2018. I don't know the math on that. Um, and I just do this for fun because it makes me happy. <laughs> Awesome. And I'm Janine or J9. It's my nickname slash handle. I've been cosplaying maybe since 2017. I'm a full-time nurse in real life and I'm really tired. So I really appreciate everybody. <laughs> being here. Right now. Um, I guess just as a disclaimer, um, the topic is cosplay and mental health. You don't have to share anything or you can share everything. Everything's kind of open on the table. Um, if you don't feel like sharing something, that's totally fine. Um, I guess just the main question is, why do you cosplay? And Moxie, I'm going to let you answer that first question. You're muted. Yeah, I know that now. Um, I think it kind of evolves, and I guess it's why it's, everyone cosplays for a different reason or for a lot of reasons. I never feel as confident or as happy as I do when I'm in cosplay. I think that's the simplest way to explain it. Um, it just makes me happy. I'm a nerd. I've loved comic books since I was very, very small. And I think something about being able to step into a character that you love um, and kind of take on their persona a little bit is just, it's just magic. I think my approach to cosplay is also pretty similar to, to you, Moxie. I did... Um, I did like acting for stage and film before getting into cosplay. So I sort of came at it from the perspective of a performer and also very much understanding that um, 
masks historically have always been a way to reveal more than they are to hide something about you. And I think that's why I was drawn to, um, to characters that were fully covered. Spider-Man was my first cosplay. So, um, yeah, I, I, over these 10 years definitely have learned that the mask is, is in very liberating way to, uh, to explore new fun aspects of yourself in a sort of relatively safe environment. Uh, I grew up probably like everybody else doing the Halloween costume. Um, but my mom was always the one making my costumes. Um, when I was a little kid, she dressed me up as a spider and I had all the legs, but they were all connected and they all moved when I moved my arms. So that was something that always made me go like, oh, you can do more than just buy something off a shelf. And I went to Fan Expo Canada 2009 for the first time with a couple buddies of mine. And I walked in there and I was like, oh, this is a thing. Like people do this all the time and it's not just once a year. And I was hooked from that point and I just, I started into it and I've been doing it off and on. And now I'm just like, no, this is fun. This is something I love doing. So I'm just going to make it my thing. Uh, I think that I did it for a lot of the same reasons. It was more of a confidence boost than anything else. The first time I cosplayed, I didn't know I was doing it. I made what you could describe as kind of a Deborah Winger Wonder Girl costume to wear under my dobok when I was taking my green belt test uh, for Taekwondo and I had to break a board and I was so incredibly nervous and Wonder Woman's my hero. So I made this costume that if you saw it now, you'd probably laugh at it. And I hid it under my outfit and I made little bracelets and did the whole thing. And I was 18 years old. I was not a little six-year-old doing this. And my instructor caught it. He saw it because we weren't allowed to wear any colors underneath it. And he called me up to the table and I kind of opened it and said, look, I'm too nervous. And he was like, do you have the bracelets on? And I was like, no, they're in my locker. And he's like, go get the bracelets. Just, he's like, I can't believe I'm saying this. He's like, just go get them. I don't want to see him. And he's like, if something happens to him, it's not my fault. I put the bracelets on and I immediately felt better. And I broke my boards and made it to the next level and whatever. And I realized it just gave me confidence and kind of found it from there on and continued on, you know, discovered Comic-Con and everything else. But cosplaying just gives you that little extra little extra boost of confidence and never kind of left. So my story is kind of similar, except that I grew up in a country that didn't have Halloween. So you'd always see it on TV and it looked like a lot of fun. So coming over here and seeing the comic cons and like doing Halloween and so on, I decided, you know, to start slowly giving it a try. So I started out with closet cosplays like a Trek shirt or whatever and then got more into it and I found like this like all of you it, it just it boosts your confidence it lets you be somebody else and all of those anxieties seem to subside because you're not being you for me um I started cosplaying because there was a game that I was playing uh, called Battlefront 2. And it has the main character looks like me. And, and growing up as uh, a mixed girl, it was hard to find those characters. Um, so that was sort of the beginning of my cosplay journey. But now 
I'm not limiting myself. Like Belle is my favorite character of all time. And I was like, I don't look like Belle. Um, but I got the costume for my birthday last year. And it was like, this is the cosplay I've been waiting for. This is what cosplay is for me. Uh, like, despite what the character looks like, just the feeling of the character. Um, So you guys can hear me okay? Mm -hmm. I get, ah, I probably should have thought about this. <laughs> I mean, I got into cosplay, like I've always dressed up. I think like we all did as kids, but I think when Moana came out under, under this wig, I have very floofy curly hair. And when I saw Moana, I'm like, oh my God, finally a curly haired princess. And my dad at the time was like, oh my God, like that's you, you should be her. I go, well, what do you mean? So then um, my friend's daughter asked me to be Moana for her daughter's birthday. And I'm just like, okay, well, let me, you know, if you pay for the costume, I'll do it. And at the time, like adult Moana costumes were stupid expensive. So then it kind of turned into like me going down the rabbit hole, trying to figure out how to make it myself. And something flipped in my brain and I'm like, oh my God, I can do this. I can be anybody I want to be. So that, that feeling kind of sparked me getting into cosplay and just being a million different characters and i've probably spent way too much money but i mean it's it's a hobby it makes me happy i think that's why we all do it because of that feel good that feel good vibe so how does everyone um i mean i'll start the question but how does everyone feel as if cosplay specifically whether it's making it or wearing it either aspect how do you feel like cosplay has affected your mental health whether good or bad um and i'll start i think it's a little bit of both depending on the the costume when it's i've noticed i've uh, i've learned a lot and i've changed the way that i approach working on things because at first i would have these big ideas and then you have to actually and you find yourself really stressed out or spending too much money or there's all different kinds of aspects to it. Um, and I realized that the, the part I enjoyed most was the day I get to wear it and be amongst friends who are wearing something similar or, or not, whatever, just this, the, the aspect of being in character was my favorite part. I know for some people it is actually the, the making process. Um, so I've kind of learned to avoid the burnout and to try to make it you know, if it is a big build, it's something that I'm not planning to wear until way down the road. So I don't have that stressed out aspect. Um, but for me, it's been a lot of, um, I think understanding myself a little bit better, understanding uh, the, the parts of my personality that do kind of uh, mirror these, these characters that I love so much. And then seeing myself in cosplay has gained a lot of body confidence for me which was which has always been a struggle in my role and i know can be a struggle for a lot of people um and then again negative side the burnout is just to be avoided at all costs plan for yourself make sure you're getting sleep make sure you're getting water because that's it's very real and it can hit anybody and you don't ever really see it coming until it's way overboard yeah i think i had i suppose similar um, experience again, uh, we're probably going to be seeing this theme come up a lot, but, uh, yeah, I, I know that over the past 10 years, my relationship with cosplay has been very, um, 
roller coaster e to say the least because sometimes cosplay will make me feel really good just for the sake of doing it um but i did also go through a phase of probably like two or three years where i was thinking very critically about my uh cosplay as it related to like my relationship with masculinity and femininity um because historically for the first probably like five years of me doing cosplay i was really only cosplaying masculine characters and like presenting masculine in my day-to-day -day life also. Um, so going through a transition both in my personal life and then also feeling like I was transitioning in public was also very daunting to me. Um, but uh, honestly, being, being like able to explore a different side of myself in a different version of myself, like myself at a different address, very Sanford Meisner, Meisner of me to say. But uh, yeah, exploring a, like a different version of me at a different address sort of gave me that extra little confidence that I didn't know that I needed in my day-to-day -day life. So they, 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 the two informed each other. And um, I don't think that I'm necessarily alone in feeling, uh, certain ways about uh, my gender identity as it relates to how I present in cosplay. I think a lot of people do use cosplay to bend their perceptions of themselves and of other people. Um, and I think that's a wonderful thing about cosplay is that you can really use it to do those things and gain that new insight to yourself. Wow, I'm kind of going to combine the both of your answers, Moxie and Pridey. Um, yeah, I, 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 the burnout thing is so true. Like, I, I almost started laughing when you said the burnout because it would be, I would get tickets to Fan Expo for March, April, and I'd go, okay, it's in September. Let's start building one costume for every day. And I'm like, September comes around. I'm like, what am I doing? This is way too much. And yeah, burnout, burnout for the first couple of years was really crazy because yeah, I would get to that day before and I'd be running trying to get everything done and I wouldn't be happy with it. Like there was at least two or three costumes where I just got so frustrated that I just went, I'm just, I'm wearing a t-shirt that day. And then I'd be disappointed that I didn't put more time into it. So over the years, I've definitely gotten better um, with planning things out. I always say that um, Fan Expo Canada ends at the end of August. My wife's birthday is in September. So I take that month so I don't forget it's her birthday because I'm terrible for stuff like that. And then costume starts probably November, December, New Year. Um, when it comes to identity, like that, that really hits me too. Um, you know, I, I don't really, um, I don't want to say I was a sheltered child, but I, I kind of saw the world from one point of view growing up. And I was very fearful of the world and what was outside of the four walls I was living in. And once I started cosplaying, I started to meet more people. I started to get a little bit of, oh, it's not, I shouldn't be scared of it. I shouldn't be like, these are cool people. And I'm, every time I go to a convention, I meet new people that are all the same as me. They all have the same loves, fears, hates, everything. And it wasn't till last year when I really realized that my two main cosplays that I love to do the most are Luigi and Green Lantern. And I, I, I was walking through the hallway and I almost, it felt like I hit a wall where I went, these are both guys that overcome fear on a daily basis. What? Like the connection was so incredible that I, it didn't even hit. I couldn't believe that, it, that those were my two favorites. And it was just like, Oh, that's cause that's the thing I've always wanted to do. 
So, and it, and it does going to a convention and being in costume, you feel like you can do almost anything that your character would do. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a boost to my mental health. And I tell anybody that says, Oh, I can't cosplay and I can't man put on a costume. You feel like you can probably hold the world on your shoulders. You're still muted. No, still nothing. Mm -mm. It's okay. Do you want Loki Quinn? Do you want to take over? And we can try to figure out the the technical side. No problem. Um, yeah, I think you're going to get a lot of the same answers as far as this goes as well. But uh, I think the positives for me, it actually helped me overcome my social anxiety. I was invited to a party. The person happened to be a cosplayer. And it happened to be a costume party. So, um up until that point, like I'd had my daughter, she'd never gone and stayed at her dad's place or anything. And I'd never had to sort of force myself to go out. And for the party, I'd, I'd turned people down so much that I'd reached the point where I'm like, okay, I don't really want to do this. But at the same time, they're going to stop inviting me if I don't go. So I forced myself to go and I met other cosplayers and it kind of launched me into cosplay from there and kind of gave me the uh, strength to start sort of going out there and not sitting at home, living in my own little bubble and wallowing in self-pity as we do. Um, the negative aspects, there are some for me. I find that it's more along the lines of the people are really great people in the cosplay community but there's a lot of people who also don't understand that it's for everyone and uh, I, I see a lot of putting people down and that part of it has made me self-conscious about it but again like when you're dressed in that character that's powerful and that makes you feel powerful it does help you to overcome that Shall I go? Okay. Um, for me, I think the positives have definitely been uh, uh, body confidence. Um, I, I started out cosplaying only gender-bent characters. I did Han Solo. I did Anakin Skywalker. So I was like, these are dudes. So I'm definitely going to look prettier than them when I'm dressed as them. And I think... Now I'm at the point where I can dress up as Catwoman, especially having someone who played her that looks like me, right? Yes. So that that's definitely been a big change that probably would not never have happened. I was never going to wear a cat suit unless it was for Catwoman, right? So cosplay definitely helped with that. Um, and also 
before cosplay, I, I'm a very creative person. I love to just make things, whatever it is. I have a million hobbies and I was a creative person without a creative outlet at the time. Um, so my favorite part of cosplaying was the making process. The first few conventions that I went to, it was like, I love making this costume so much that even if the, co the convention sucks, I had the best time of my life, you know? And, <laughs> and I think, I think where that's taken a turn uh, and where maybe a negative comes in is I start to put pressure on myself. Um, so the creative part, it, it's not as fun because I'm like, oh, I want this to go so well. I want to have all these costumes, like literally a new cosplay for every day, for every convention, as if I have Oprah money. I don't. So but that's fine. <laughs> and, and I think recognizing that is a good thing. Um, and just remembering why you're doing it. It's because it's fun. It's because you get to be someone that you, you wish you were, but you also realize that you kind of are that person. Like when you're Wonder Woman, you are creating Wonder Woman's thoughts for the day. So it has to come from you in some regard. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Danielle, do you want to try your audio now and see if it works? Do you want to try to like sign out and sign back in? Or just use your laptop? Um, Mike? Oh, yeah, maybe. I think this is the same issue that good. I was having with my headset before we went live. I was going to try to use my Bluetooth speakers, but I think it's time to retire those. So I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> These dang kids and their technology. Can you hear her or no? Well, she's muted now, but. Yeah, I can't hear her. I mean, just keep talking and we can let you know when we start to hear you. Yeah. But I ended up, I, we ended up having to like completely come out of it and then adjust the, the Bluetooth settings on the laptop itself. Okay, we'll give her a second. Um, I would, in the meantime, though, I'd like to piggyback off of what Victoria said, just with the whole like Wonder Woman and the confidence, because 
I don't know. I don't know how tall y'all are. Social media kind of makes us a little bit bigger, but like I'm five, two. I didn't think in a million years I could ever cosplay as Wonder Woman, but the confidence that I get at a con being Wonder Woman, I think is probably one of the, the greatest feelings ever, which is another reason. Like I love the community in real life. Like if you ever go to cons, I think this was another thing I wanted to bring up and just trying to be positive. I feel like social media does kind of, it does mess with my mental health as well as my confidence in cosplay because you see like a million, a million other cosplayers that will do the same character as you. And I feel like it's almost just my nature to compare myself, but they always say comparison is a thief of joy. But when you go to a con and be in the community and meet people in real life, like dragon con has the wonder woman meetup, you will literally meet every male, female, non-binary dressing up as wonder woman. And it is the most amazing feeling and everyone's so inclusive and and that's the part of cosplay that i love is actually going into the community and meeting other people that are dressed up as the same character or another version of that character i did notice that almost everyone said that like the social aspect of cosplay is something that's so beautiful to me because i think if you're a cosplayer, at some point in your life, you're the weird kid. Like, it's just inevitable, you know? Like, you were into some kind of weird, obscure comic book or anime or whatever. And in general, the people around you, most of them didn't get it. And to walk into a convention and to see that there's, like, there's hundreds of people that were, will get your weird, obscure reference. It's such a wonderful thing that just, I don't know, it's it's just beautiful to be able to be in that kind of social situation. Where it's just like, finally, someone life. gets me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did. Um, I think I was like seven or eight and I would, I lived in a very, like the mountains of New York, like upstate New York. And I would dress up as Lara Croft and I like run through the woods with my baby backpack, like pretending to like raid tombs. And my neighbors would be like, what the F is wrong with you? I'm like, no, I'm a tomb raider. I'm going on an adventure. And they're like, you're weird. But now it's like, you know, the community is more welcoming with that. But now you are um, Lara Croft. <laughs> I just want to say with no the social sorry yeah. with the social like you also get the people who make the mean comments on Instagram and things like that and when you're at a convention it's unlikely that you actually get those things it's so because rare. you're with those people yeah yeah and I do think it's pretty it's very common for people to say as someone mentioned it I'm not sure who said it but for people to say like oh I wish I could cosplay or I could never do that and it's like, well, every single one of us here at some point thought maybe we couldn't do that. We couldn't make that or we couldn't wear that. But it's just, you know, as soon as you step into it, you realize like, oh, there's there's mostly love here. You know, it, in, in the cosplay community, there's I've found so much just acceptance and people hyping each other up. And any kind of I think a lot of people kind of step into it thinking like, oh, well, I don't want. I don't look like the character. I don't want to hear any bullying. I feel like I'm setting myself up to maybe get a negative reaction. And the only negative reactions I've ever seen are generally people that are not in the cosplay community. It happens more on social media than it would ever happen in a convention because that's just not the type of community that, that we have. Yeah, I mean, kind of piggybacking off of that, like I, I, I know all of you guys have amazing social media feeds. I've, I've scammed all of it, and it's amazing. Your stuff's amazing. Um, 
I have a, a video that's kind of, oh, stop it. Um, I have a video that's kind of doing pretty good right now, I have to admit, for, for my channel. Um, it's got like 50,000 likes and stuff, which I'm super excited about. But I've, I'm getting slammed for it. And it's, it's a stupid video of me just saying that I'm a wrestling fan, I'm a comic nerd, I'm a hockey fan. And I have a couple friends that are like, man, like, how do you deal with that on a daily basis? And I'm like, you just ignore it. And I've, and I've commented and liked every single one of them. And if it's a negative comment, I just say, hey, man, I'm sorry you don't like the video. Like, I hope there's something else here you like. Take care. Hope you're doing good. Because I don't know what they're going through. Like, maybe maybe they're going to having a bad day. Maybe they're dealing with some terrible crisis that they can't handle. And this is their way of letting it out. I have no idea, but me sitting there and screaming at them and going, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm just adding to it. So I just take it and leave it. And, I, and like you said, I've never dealt with it at a con or anything like that. I've never had someone go, oh, Ouija could be a little better. It's like, it's never going to happen in person. It's the internet. There's always going to be those people. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to piggyback off of that. I think the only negative comment I ever got in person was when I was Electra, and this one kid said that your movie was terrible. And I'm just like, that that's fair. I get it. But yeah, everybody, everybody online, if they go out of their way, or if what you're doing, a complete stranger offends them, obviously, I'm, maybe I'm like psychoanalyzing people, there is something else going on in their life that they, they focus on someone else and like, you almost use that to project their anger onto you. Like it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It's just this person probably has something else going on. And just speaking from like me working in healthcare, I don't take anything personal because I see people literally at their worst. And if they're cranky, like I, I don't take it personal. Like they, they got their own part of my language. They got their own shit they're dealing with. And I, I try not to take offense. And I kind of use that in the social media world. If someone says like, Someone said, like, you're you're too thick to be rogue. I'm like, that's your opinion. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. And then I just move on or just block them. Like I the the number of people that I have blocked is like I, I lost track. So you just ignore them. Yeah, I mean, like you can definitely cater your comments really easily, um, by which I mean, like, it's very easy to easy just to like block someone or delete the comment, or whatever it may be. And um, I do that on basically everything that I post. Um, and I mean, like at the beginning of last year, it certainly reached its fever pitch when a more, more than one person on my TikTok page came in and was like, hey, I'm going to burn the suit and you in it. And that's what I get for trying to like bring a little bit of like rainbow joy into people's lives, you know? Um, but... <laughs> It's not my place, not necessarily it's not my place, it's not my job to fix or correct people when they're in that space, whether they mean to be um, purposefully or not. Um, it's really only my job to like look out for me. And for me, that means, okay, I don't need to engage with this person. I'll just do my due diligence. I'll report them for, if, if they've said something that's reportable, I'll report them for it. And if they said something I just don't like, then I might just delete the comment. You know, I can totally prune, prune the bad buds, I suppose, off of my wonderful rose bush that is my cosplay page. You know, I think it's important to remind ourselves that that is something that's 
that's something that's common of the internet and social media in general. It's not cosplay specific, but I think with co because cosplay does tend to be something that is so personal because in general, usually we're making them, we're always wearing them on our own bodies. So I think it's easy to um, take a little bit more offense to something, but I, in a pan, I hear all the time and I heard it in a panel a million years ago, but it just kind of hit me like a lightning bolt. Someone said like, in general, when you post something in cosplay, you, you get all these comments and then any negative comment, it's always easy, easy to kind of zero in on it and let it get to you. But you also got to remind yourself, like you just got 12 really lovely compliments on like praising you for something that you made and you're focusing on the one negative thing. Like, don't listen to that guy. He's, he's the minority. You know what I mean? Like most it's, it, it means nothing. It's just social media. It's just the aspect of social media. So you got to kind of remind yourself that it's not, that's not the rule. That's generally how I respond yeah. to them. I say to them, okay, but you're saying this and look at all of these people who have a differing opinion to you. So I think I'm going to take the majority and go with that. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. It worked. It worked. Yay. Oh my God. Um, yes. I'm back. Okay. Uh, I have. I guess I have a different perspective. I have a different perspective. I agree with everything, but as somebody who's in cosplay on the cover of their book, I know my first book cover, nobody recognized me. So I heard all about what they thought about the book. And a lot of people had a lot of thoughts. And then when they found out I was on the cover, I got all their thoughts about why I was on the cover and why I was in cosplay on the cover. And they were just like, well, you're modeling. What's the difference? It's not cosplay. And then I'd get all the, well, did you make the headpiece? Did you make the fin? And then it would just like, they don't get cosplay. And then being on the cover and then obviously everything they thought about the book. So I was being hit with so much judgment. And then you're sitting there like, dude, not only did I write it, but now I'm putting myself on it. Like I'm really backing that up. And they just had so much to say about it and when and i would be on a book tour and somebody would be like you know that's that's the author on the cover and they'd be like she looks like phoebe not in a good way and i'm like oh i'm sorry what, what, what does that even mean and then the comments just like pour in and people are liking it and they're like i don't like photo covers much less a mermaid or whatever they were saying and it would just keep going and i'm like this is when i need my harley outfit like you know to just deal with it this is when i need the mallet and the hyenas to just deal with people and the comments just keep coming and you're trying to remind yourself that like like you said there's 12 nice things but you're dealing with the trolls and when they don't know it's you on the cover then they have like everything saying when you go oh that's me they're like oh, oh i mean what i what i meant to say was that that's unique that's that's interesting and you're like yeah you're not hiding behind a keyboard because now they're face to face with you and they don't realize so you like i get so many different reactions to it but that's when I'm, I'm like yeah i really wish i had my harley outfit on because harley has a mallet <laughs> harley don't care what you have to think so it, it's just interesting to kind of hear it but what i have to say is the cosplay community total different reaction to this so supportive of me and i would get people to come on my page and are like i saw you at comic-con this is so cool what you're doing this is great like totally positive beautiful things to say it's everybody who doesn't understand cosplay. They're the ones who have something to say about it. Everybody cosplaying, 
I've had nothing but positivity. Not one negative thing. It's just the trolls who don't get it. And they're just, you know, they've got whatever to say about it. But cosplayers, I've never had a negative experience. And with the book, nothing negative at all. That's crazy because the one time I got I got trolled, I guess, was when my brother had the brilliant idea when I was star from The Lost Boys, which is an 80s movie. And like a lot of cosplayers were not like part of that era. The few people on Instagram and that cosplayed got it. They're like, oh, my God, you're star. But on the Lost Boys Facebook page, I posted my my cosplayer, my version of star. The amount of negative comments were like it was almost overwhelming to the point that I almost deleted the photo. It was like, not even close. You're, did she have curly hair? Your hair's not right. You're, I'm like, why, like, why would you want to be someone else? I'm like, dude, you guys have no idea like what cosplay is like chill. But then a handful of people were like, Oh wow, you look just like her. And, but the people that don't understand it are the first people to say like, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you dressing up as her? So that's, that's really interesting is the people that don't get the community and don't even know what cosplay is are the first person to say something negative. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I like what you just said though. It's like the people who get it, who get it, people don't know. It's so simple. But um, <laughs> I just want to also mention with the, with the Instagram comments that I think uh recently there's been this kind of idea that everyone on the internet who's posting things kind of has to act like they're a celebrity you know like oh i don't i don't pay attention to these comments like i don't even see them like whatever but you can delete the comments you don't like it's okay like you, there's nothing that you have to do to be like this big person or whatever if the comments bother you you can delete them you know, I think that as as someone who is socially anxious and is like, oh, my God, this person doesn't like me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Right. You when you have this kind of culture of like telling this person, no, you're wrong, blah, blah, blah. It can be kind of anxiety inducing. <laughs> and the delete button is there for a reason. So if you relate to that, you can just delete it. You're not a bad person. You're not missing out on opportunity. It's OK delete it. It's your page. <laughs> yeah, it will cause you unnecessary stress trying to argue with the people of the internet. There is no possible way. And like the main reason I'm not on TikTok anymore, I did a cover. I used a cover of the X-Men theme song, which I knew it was a cover. And someone was like, that's a cover. I go, I, I know. Like, Thank you for pointing that out. It turned into like, I'm a narcissist and I'm only doing this for clout. I'm like, dude, I've watched X-Men since I was five. Like what? So it just, there's really like, it. there's no point arguing. So it just, yeah. Block, delete, restrict, do whatever you have to do. I think there's always going to, it's a, uh, I don't think this is specific to the cosplay community. I think sometimes it can be prevalent in the nerd community in general, very different things. Um, but I think there, you know, you have to kind of sidestep the gatekeepers, unfortunately, because these characters are for everyone. Like this, you know, there, there was nothing that was made for just you, just because you love it. You, this is not a competition over who loved it more or who watching it or reading 
younger, it's okay. We're allowed to like the same things. Um, I think specifically in cosplay, actually, something I can think of is that I don't care if I'm wearing a cosplay and there's someone else who's already done it or that's doing it on the same day. Like, let's get a photo together. It doesn't, it doesn't make my cosplay any less that someone else is also doing that character or also doing the group. Isn't, isn't that a benefit to kind of be like, oh my God, you love this character as much as I do. Like, let's hang out and, and talk in detail about why we're into this really random thing. Like that's, that should really be a benefit, but I think a lot of times it can be looked at as something negative and it's just so, it's so ridiculous to me. I think that's actually also indicative of the pressure that you're sometimes put under when it comes to your costumes and being unique. And I think there's sometimes a pressure to be that only one who does that or be the first one to do that. And so I guess when you reach that point and there's other people and you do get the negative comments, there's always going to be the comparison. Oh, I don't like yours as much as theirs or this one's my favorite, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that, that kind of a, it, it can just be so toxic because in my mind, it's kind of, even if it's someone who's just like, there were so, so many people who were like, oh, well, I'm just starting out. I can't, I can't make it as good as you can. It's like, yeah, but at some point I didn't know how to make this stuff either. None of us did. You know what I mean? You all start from somewhere and eventually you gain more skills and you gain more materials and you get better. That's kind of the point of learning any skill. So it's, it's okay if we're not on the same level. There are definitely people who are much higher than me that I, you know, you always got to have a, a goal set. Sorry, Jay, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I saw your little hand. <laughs> That's okay. I just thought it, it kind of segued into like one of the only things that I really researched when trying to figure out like, like what's a good topic to discuss or even bring up on this segment because it's about mental health. There was actually a psychologist who did a study on cosplayers and like interviewed cosplayers at New York comic-con like 10 years ago. And she went and she asked them like, Oh, like, why do you cosplay or why do you cosplay this specific character? And a handful of people said, well, they dress up as like Batman, for example, because they Batman lost his parents at a very young age and took that trauma and made him stronger. So like, I'm, I mean, you don't have to share if you don't want to. Mine's kind of dark, but is there a specific character that you like to dress up as that kind of helps you cope with something that you're kind of dealing with internally? I think all of them. That's a really hard question. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could I could start just as an example. And it was kind of before I ever cosplayed. I was 23 and I was just getting out of a emotionally abusive relationship. Like this person, I would literally be wearing like a workout outfit to, to school and he'd be like, who are you trying to look good for? Like, who are you showing off for? So he just kind of messed with my confidence. I would post a picture on Instagram. And this is before Instagram was really like before an influencer was a thing he's like who are you trying to get attention for and i'm like what about my own damn self so when we broke up i kind of went into like 
hiding for a month and I was just kind of scared. Like, what do I do now? Like, can I go out? Can I see my friends? It was Halloween and I dressed up as Wonder Woman and that kind of got me the confidence to like put myself back out there again. And it's like, I'm looking good for my damn self. Like, I don't need someone telling me like, oh, like, who are you trying to look good for? Like, I'm trying to look good for me. So I think that's one of the reasons I dress up as Wonder Woman because it gives me that confidence, if that kind of makes sense. So I think that's kind of where like my relationship with that character comes together. I don't know if that makes sense. All right, I'll jump in. Uh, for me, it's in my name, Loki. But it's not even so much as identifying with what the character goes through, although there are aspects of it that, that I identify with. Um, I, I feel like I grew up in a very narcissistic environment. And I find that when I dress up, particularly as Loki for some reason, in, in any version, because I have multiple versions. But it, it kind of empowers you to the point that you can, when you've been in that narcissistic environment, you lose your voice. And you don't stand up for yourself, you don't have that confidence. And when you're in, when I'm in that, at least for me, as Loki, because I guess, he stood up to Odin. It, it uh, I'm losing words, but uh, yeah, it kind of comes together for me and it makes me feel, you know, kind of what he feels and that I can do that. I don't do it, but in that moment, like, I feel like I have the confidence. Yeah, I think I sort of alluded to this idea a little bit earlier about how like masks are a great way to reveal pieces of yourself. And I, I don't think there's any like one particular thing or reason why I thought that was so important. However, even though you can't read my t-shirt, it does say I deal with my emotions by turning them into a joke. And uh, that does seem like something that spider variant characters and Deadpool variant characters do all of the time. Um, and, Peter Parker specifically, uh, my read on the character has always been that he will very much make a, a joke to hide the fact that he's terrified. And that was something that I always identified with, mostly because I've always found that like being able to make to crack wise or crack a joke when, you know, things are getting heavy or you're feeling a particular way. Sometimes comedy is just a, a really great crutch for me at least, to lean on in those moments and definitely something that I identified with in the character. Um, and plus the mask is always just great just to like hide behind so I can be like, am I crying right now or am I just being hilarious? And the answer often is both, but uh, that is neither here nor there. Um, I, I'm kind of excited to continue that uh, journey of self-discovery through cosplay. It's been an interesting experience explaining that to my therapist um, who very much was like, are you sure there's not more than one thing happening in your head at the same time? And I'm like, I can hold both of these truths in my head at the same time. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah, I'm just I'm excited for the future of cosplay for myself. And I hope that everyone else who is cosplaying currently or is looking to do it too, gets that type of excitement, whether it's because there's creative fulfillment in it or because you want to meet new community. I love all of those things too. Anyway. Yeah, I'll jump in next. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to go too heavy with the topic, but there was a time back probably, I don't know, how old are you in grade six that it was, uh, I was pretty close to that's all folks. And it was probably one of the darkest moments of my life. And I kind of had that moment where I was like, okay, if that were to happen, what do I miss out? going forward so i kind of had that moment and i also had a moment of well if something did happen everybody that put me in this position wins and why would i do that why would i not throw the middle finger up to them so uh, ever since then i've always had that dude i'm gonna do what i want to do and if you don't like it whatever and then it was actually really funny at my wedding a really good buddy of mine sean hi sean if you're watching um he stood up and he did the speech and he said, you're the first person I've ever met who just doesn't care what anyone thinks of them. And I, and I said, that's just because I know that I may not have been here if I made a turn and I'm happy I'm here. So I'm going to enjoy it. And I've always been, I've always been that boy scout. I will admit, I, you know, I don't drink, don't smoke, don't do much pretty boring when it comes to stuff like that. But, you know, finding somebody like a, uh, judge dread or a green lantern or a cyclops where i'm just like dude he's just trying to be a good guy and trying to make everything work in the world i've always identified with those characters because I, I i love deadpool but there are some times where i'm like my mind don't work that way so i don't know if i really identify with it that much but just that attitude and even you know i've dealt with the the people in my life who are just like cosplay what's that and I go, it's something that I enjoy, just like you enjoy hockey, just like you enjoy race cars, just enjoy, just the way you enjoy your stuff. This is just my stuff. And if you don't like it, that's cool. I do. I don't make fun of your stuff. Don't make fun of mine. So it, it really having that sort of FU attitude has really helped me when it comes to my cosplays. And going back to Jay Biden's Electra, Green Lantern, got that movie comment many times. And I just laugh it off. I go, yeah, I wish it was a better movie too. But you know what? Maybe in the future, if DC doesn't screw it up again. But, you know, just I've always had that screw you attitude. And that I think that's helped me a lot over um, overcoming judgment and fear. Um, I, I've been in a couple situations where I wanted to, to be Wonder Woman, you know, I wanted to have that always do the right thing. And it was always kind of impressed on me to do the right thing and, you know, kind of act accordingly and put in that box. And as a fighter, it was always expected of me to, you know, follow the rules. But when I got to cosplay as Harley, it's not expected of you to do that, to kind of get away. And it was that release to just run around Comic-Con, stick my tongue out at people. You know, if I wanted to take a picture, I didn't, I didn't have to pose like this. I could pose any way I wanted to and do it. It was just, it was nice to let go. And I had been wound so tightly for so long because 
I came from a background where um, I was always trying to be the good girl to keep the family together and do the right thing and whatever that Harley let me just release. And it was so nice. And it, it really helped me to just decompress for a little while. And I had never had that. And I, I didn't realize how much I needed it until I got to cosplay as a character that could literally be, you know, the epitome of chaos. And I was kind of like, wow, I, I don't have to be a good girl. I don't have to be a role model for anybody or whatever, you know, and do everything so right. But it was, it was really nice. And it was finally getting that release. I appreciated it. Yeah, I think that's something that almost all of us relate to because we have different different hats we kind of wear throughout our lives. Like some of us are wives, moms. We have serious jobs or government jobs, like state-run jobs. If it's a form of escapism or if it makes you happy, like what I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I've had a handful of people saying like, "Oh, you're you're in your 30s, like you're playing dress up." Yes, like because it makes me happy and it gives me a little bit of a, a break and lets you release your creative energy. I, I think that's amazing. And I think that's another reason why I've been cosplaying as, or we have all been cosplaying as long as we have, because it's, it's good for us. It's good for the soul. So I love that, Danielle. The the comment I always make is just let people enjoy things. Like if, if anyone has anything um, confused or negative to say about cosplay, it's like, that's fine. You don't get it, but you're into some like, you know, some weird stuff that I don't get, but you enjoy it. So I'm not going to make any comments or suggestions about it because you look happy and I'm happy that you're happy and you should really just be happy that someone else is has found something that makes them enjoy life a little bit more. Just let people enjoy things. It's not hard. <laughs> it's really not. It's free. You can do it for free. Just I think, no, somebody out there. you were with me when we were in, um, it was Comic-Con Revolution like three years ago. The old woman in the bar. Yeah. She was <laughs> for y'all that weren't there, because it was just the two of us. It was Comic Con Revolution. She, you were Mira and I was Punisher. And I had like, oh, yeah, I had and a fake we gun. A Deadpool too. We were with someone who had a full, like, movie quality Deadpool on. And, and I had I had a Kevlar and we're walking across the way to this really bougie area of like downtown West Palm Beach, but we're in cosplay because like who cares? It was our lunch break and we didn't want like concessions. Across the street, like it was literally like we had we had gone like one block over to where there was like restaurants and bars because we were starving, and it was like going from one bubble of just nerdism to another bubble of like normal people who did not expect it. The judgment that we got, she was like really. <laughs> really like that type of way and we're just like whatever like we're having fun like she was so offended that we were like and that, granted I had like I had fake makeup on to make it look like I was all bloody because I was a gender bent punisher yeah. and like Moxie is like bootalicious and her her Mira and our <laughs> Deadpool was running amok being like Deadpool like they were so yeah. mad at us and we were just like this is fun like why are you so but I, do, I actually just, vividly remember like I wasn't like I wasn't like angry about it, but I did yell at her, like, let people enjoy things. And we just kept walking. <laughs> uh, why? We're not, we're not bothering why? you. We weren't doing anything. We were just walking by. And there was just a necessity to make a, a negative comment. And who cares? If, if someone enjoys something, then what does it matter? I don't really. 
I don't know. I've never understood that mindset that people have. She was so mad. It's <laughs> amazing. At our joy. <laughs> Makes them more mad. Yeah, it really does. Um, okay. I, I don't think I answered the question. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think it was like what characters you cosplay that represent something or yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so honestly, at first, uh, like I said, I, I only did like gender bent cosplays, uh, specifically of like, you know, the, the hero kind of, especially Han Solo. I love cosplaying Han Solo because he's just so cool and he's just so different from me. And it, it let me get into this kind of confidence that, that I never had before. And I feel like, I feel like he kind of does that too. He puts on this, this show of like, oh yeah, I don't care. You go do that, whatever. Um, and it kind of let me let loose a little bit. Um, so that it, it was a very different experience and something that I've had before. But I, I like I said, I my favorite character ever is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And um, more recently, Mirabelle from Encanto. And I love cosplaying them, right? Yeah, I love cosplaying them because uh, they both kind of have the same message of like, I, I know that there's something bigger out there for me. And I just don't know what it is, but I, I know that I'm capable of great things. And... I've always related to that. I've always lived my life as if I'm a Disney princess. Um, so actually getting to dress up and be the character, it was so liberating. It felt like, it didn't feel like I was a character. It felt like a part of myself that I was just showing the world. I think Disney does that with a lot of people. Like, I don't know if you've been to the parks back in the 90s when like, I feel like the characters had more time to interact with you now it's like you have to almost get like a fast pass to meet the characters when i was six and you'd meet ariel like that stays with you so when you're a disney princess at like a convention like you you tap into those kids i think we were we were at supercon and we were like late but i was moana and we're, we're all trying to scramble like get get to the convention center but these little girls were screaming like moana moana like you stop everything and like you are moana like because that kid is going to remember that forever and that's like a memory that they take with them so the Disney princesses, I feel like that's definitely a character that you, when you are her, you commit to her. And I love that. And I love that you're doing Belle because I'm, I'm working on her at some point. <laughs> oh my God, it's eight o'clock. All right, you guys, anybody that's brand new in cosplay, if you were to meet someone that wants a cosplay, but they feel like they can't, what's what's like one piece of advice that you would give them if they're just starting out? I would say any excuse that you have in your brain is probably really not an excuse. Don't compare yourself to others. Um, don't don't automatically assume you can't do that or that you don't have the body type for that or that character doesn't look like me. If you want to do it and it's going to make you happy, just do it. And I guarantee you it's going to end up being a lot more fun than you're expecting it to be. Just try it out. But I will also say, don't dive in too deep. Like, don't get in with like a massive suit of armor if it's your first thing. Start slow and that's okay. <laughs> and build yourself up there because again, the burnout is real. So um, so build up to anything that's too crazy, but just start. It only takes one. It's kind of like tattoos. 
you know, if you just do one cosplay, you're going to be kind of addicted to to being in this community and, and seeing what it feels like to, to step into a character that you love. Uh, yeah, I think something similar to that, except on the inverse side, I would probably say like your excuses to do it are far more compelling than your excuses not to do it. So listen to that little inner child for a hot second. I certainly do as much as I possibly can. And I think that um, is ultimately going to be the best. It's been the best voice for me, for sure, um, to listen to like that little that little that little little girl inside she's just like hey let's go and have fun and then you're like cool that sounds like a lot of fun and then you go have fun that's compelling enough for me uh i've actually had this conversation and it's it's very easy for me um i would say what's the character you want to do and they'll tell me the character and i'll say okay you have two options do you want to buy the costume or do you want to build the costume and if they say i want to buy the costume i say cool Go find a website, buy it. If you want to build it, I say, okay, do not Google that character's costume. Just find a picture of the per of the character you want to do from whatever medium. Don't Google a cosplayer who does it. Just pick the character. Then go shopping and do your best to build it. Like you said, stick with something simple. Pick a Punisher. Pick, you know, a Sim if you want to do something really easy. <laughs> Pick something easy and just don't Google anything to do with cosplaying that character because that will be the first thing that throws you because even if you pick someone like a Punisher, you'll go, oh, well, this is like, I just, I can't do that. No, don't even do that. Just pick a character, either buy it and just go. Don't just tunnel vision, tunnel vision and just do it. And then after you're done, say, okay, now I want to improve it. Now work. Now look at cosplayers and see if you can grab little things from people. I think I would say everyone starts somewhere. So it doesn't, it doesn't help to compare yourself to the people who are up here because they all st started down here. Just get something you like. It doesn't matter if you make it, doesn't matter if you buy it, it's cosplay, it's costume play, like who cares? But put it on and, you know, the worst that can happen is you have fun and then you start doing it more and then that's where all your money goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just just go ahead and do it. My, my friend has a saying that uh, she's a therapist and she's, she's always posting it. And it's somebody saying, but what if I fall? And then she's like, but what if you fly? I would, well, I've had people ask me how to get started with cosplay um, or even just making a costume because it's Halloween time. Oh, you get so many comments or questions around that time. <laughs> and um, the number one thing that, that I would ask them is to really think about a character that you care about, you know, not just, oh, I kind of look like this person, so I'll be them. Like, no, you want to you wanna do something you care about, something that you're going to spend time on and be happy with. Um, and then look in your closet because your closet has many secrets that you don't even know about yet. So it's magical. <laughs> I think that's 
actually a beautiful answer. I, I think if you have the love of the character, you'll embody them. Just the whole thing is to have fun and start from there. And if it comes from a place of joy, you can't go wrong. It doesn't really matter if you just show up in a Captain America t-shirt or a, um, a Superman t-shirt and put a button down on and glasses and say you're Clark Kent, you're halfway there. Just, just make sure you love the character and you're not doing it just for attention, which, you know, we've all seen those people walking around, uh, you know, just go and have fun. And if it's coming from an authentic place, you can't go wrong and start there and then decide if you want to buy a costume, maybe you just start with buying a costume and trying to make gauntlets or something like, you know, you just maybe just add to it and see how that goes or, you know, start something small and go from there. But as long as you're having fun, you can't go wrong. Can I just say that this has been fantastic? You guys are all amazing. Everyone, I feel like, oh, I'm going I'm to cry. Oh, no, it's okay. You guys are fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Show up, have fun. Just, yeah, just have fun. Everyone starts somewhere. This, I would say community because everyone that I've met so far has been fantastic. Um, yeah. Can we do this again? Like you want to? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, can everyone, I'm going to be really cheesy. Can everyone just either make a goofy face or smile, throw a peace sign? Oh, I'm going to screenshot. I'm going to take a picture of a picture. All right, ready? One, two, three. All right, I'm going to sign off and hit end stream in a second. Um, thank you all. That was, that was awesome. Mwah. Thanks, all right. everybody. Bye.